0: Oh, For God. him too. Bro, bro, yeah. That's so how old are you in seventh grade? Twelve? And I've remembered that to this day. Oh yeah, right. Same thing, right? I'll <laughs> yeah. never forget her I saying that to I'll Never you. forget. Like it's kind of forgivable and it also like just makes it look like I had awful parents, you know? <laughs> I mean <laughs> Yeah. God damn, I mean, that's good.
1: That it is just so you know, you can like, see how not- it
0: happened, but it just Sure. <laughs> yeah. <but> it's just <laughs> God damn it, dude.
1: <laughs> uh, anyway. I've told that on the cast. I, I just you, I can't no, handle that's it not, right now. Dude. That's not for the cast, but I don't know that you've ever even
2: told me that story. That oh really?
1: Yeah. I don't think we've
2: heard that one. That's good. Really?
0: <laughs> it was so bad, man. It's one of the most actually one of the most embarrassing moments of my life. But I just, you know, I was like, lean into it, just don't even flinch. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they wouldn't name it that oh <laughs> sorry let me compose myself let's do a podcast yeah
0: and of course you've never seen it written out you know so yeah that was tough man
1: all right oh. All right, is everybody ready? Yeah.
0: <laughs> Good day. You are listening to a podcast, but this isn't just any podcast. Just any podcast couldn't do this. All this. What the? This is the podcast starring the Ted, starring the Ted, start the, starring the Ted Smith and Cobb. The podcast starts. You better wear a helmet now.
1: Welcome back to another episode of the e- podcast I'll be the host of this year podcasting Ted Smith, the greatest podcast in all the land. All the land. Uh, in the bottom square coming to a street from his closet studio or studio closet. Gives my name a cop. Cop, what's going on? <laughs> the closet studio. boys. kind of the pre-podcast
0: chat is always fire. Ted dropping some bombs about his seventh grade life and, well... Same for me. Uh, what's up, boys? How we feeling? <laughs> all right, up there in the top corner
1: tonight, buzzing in from the desert. <laughs> Matt Connor, the producer, MCTP. What's up, Matt?
2: Hot start. We're rolling is- already.
1: <laughs> I <Yeah>. know. <laughs> well, it also started when we all popped on. I said, hey, we're not going to talk about this really serious subject. And then we all talked about it for 15 minutes and went, we're like, we could do this for four hours. Like, it's a, it's a tough one.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, we all like to talk and it's tough to not take the bait. And, and, and a lot look, of
1: takes, you know, I'm prepared. I got some I got some uh takes of my own today that I much I might catch not catch strays. And I'm expecting a few uh <laughs> emails back today. And I'm going to lean on you boys and kind of pepper you with some questions on things.
0: Dude, this might be weird, but I've started to look forward to, I I wouldn't call it hate mail, but occasionally people would just be like annoyed because, you know, we'll get some inane fact wrong or just have a totally off base take. And uh, of course, all the emails go to me, to my inbox while I'm like working or whatever. So I'll just casually read them. And like I've started firing back, like I would, I've probably emailed back seven people in the last month like they'll say something i'm just like explain yourself <laughs> or like or i'll just like hit them back with the real i'm like well we didn't have time to go in depth but here's how i feel about the economy <laughs> i don't that's know why i've been trying to relish it
1: <laughs> that's pretty good yeah sometimes i'll respond to people but uh especially like it the men's room sometimes it's just like just kind of a mean comment i'm just like ah, i'm not gonna give you a response but i'm always amazed sometimes you respond to people and they're like oh sorry man i mean to come off that you know rough just you know this and that and i'm like all right <laughs> yeah i feel like for me the problem was i
0: stopped looking at instagram and so now i have a lot more free time and occasionally i'll just be like you know what
1: could i got the time i'll respond <laughs> <laughs> yeah all right first off before we get to serious stuff i want to talk about uh our buddy, the mayor, uh, his son is now a DJ. So, Legend. him and his buddies put together a, a event that was in a warehouse, and like uh, the mayor was like, "We all got to go." So it's like, all right. So it's Friday night. Just first off, you know what? I'll talk about on the podcast because I don't care if those guys hear it. Like, just a little bit of confusion. Uh, his son, you know, was just like, "Here's the link." And like you had to buy tickets and people were like, did you get tickets? Did you get tickets? I'm like, I don't know, man. It's Friday night at six. The doors are at nine, but it was fine. You know, like the event says you couldn't pay at the door. You could pay at the door, Uh, but we show up and it's like I knew it was mostly college kids. But I mean, it we were so old. It was unbelievable. And then I didn't really think about it, but I still had on like shorts and like, God, I don't even know what the logo is on this black T-shirt I have. I forget what store it's from, but it's like a it's like a it's like a just like a nice black t-shirt, like a small logo. And then when you guys went to Burning Man, the mayor made you some hoodies. That's and right. I I got one of those hoodies and I forgot on the back of it it says insecurity. Right. So I'm in a black t-shirt, shorts, black baseball cap backwards. And when these kids are coming in, they they just see my the back of my jacket. So we're waiting. Right. I mean, I forgot how late these parties starts. Like, he's not even going on till midnight. We're in there at like nine. So like, (laughs) yeah, nine o'clock for the warehouse party. Nice, Ted. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) And like, you can only use Venmo to pay like it's like kids, you know, that have never bartended like bartending. It's just like (laughs) mass confusion. Like at one point it took so long. I just like the girl next to me, I was like, did you get two drinks? Like, I'll just pay for them." because she can't get the link to work or whatever. I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> just, right. And, and at this point, it's Friday night at like nine thirty. I'm like, all right, let's let's get it going a little bit, boys. Right. Uh. So then, yeah. So then three, like first, some dude walked up to me and was like, hey, if I go outside to smoke and I leave my beer here, is it fine? And I was like, I mean, I leave my beer there if i was gonna go out to smoke i said but i have nothing to do with this i'm just old and in a black shirt because i wasn't even wearing the hoodie at this point he goes oh okay my bad uh-huh. and then we weren't like in the main section but where we were standing people had to come by to go to the bathroom so like we just kept standing there and i mean like three different times people we were like <laughs> these two girls come over and i'm like what's up or they're just like staring at me I'm like yeah, w- what's up and they're like oh uh, we just don't. Is is the bathroom this way? <laughs> like, I, think that's the I don't VIP. work here, but yes, <laughs> it's <is> that way. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's awesome, dude. <laughs> I know. Like the third
1: time it happened, I was just like, "All right, like guys, we got to stop standing by the entrance into the yeah. bathroom." I'm talking. Man, we got to switch questions. up our outfits. <laughs> Yeah. And like, I don't know. I just, I felt mighty old. And then like, yeah, those two girls, I was like, I don't know if they were drunk or on something. They, you could tell they really thought about it before. They were like, is this the way to the bathroom? <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh, I mean, in all fairness to them, you know, I don't think it's just an age thing. You do have the, like, you have a couple traits of sort of the the classic security setup, shaved head, big beard, you know, and like, you know, sort of like sturdy and strong. Like you, you have, yeah. You, yeah, I wouldn't, you know, obviously your personality is not a security guard, but like
1: from a distance, I see it. Yeah. And I mean, I did it. I worked a door in Georgetown. Like I worked plenty of doors before, you know, when yeah. I was 20, 21. Hell, I think I was working that door
0: in Georgetown before I was even 21. Yeah. And the mayor's a big guy. He's standing next to you. You know, these kids are all like, you know, they don't have that like uh, old man strength yet. So they're all like just really skinny.
1: So, oh, you know. yeah. And then one of his other buddies, because I had gone to a frat party last spring. So his one buddy, the DJ, like that. I night, love your life, Ted. He was just hammered, like to the point where I was. He was like, "I want to call my mom again." And I'm like, "Dude, Do stop not. calling. <laughs> We're not calling your mom again." Like, and he's like, "Why not?" I'm like, "Cause she was pissed the last time you called her." And Joe and I try joke, or sorry, the mayor knows her, and it still didn't go over that great. Yeah. So I worst, see him, worst possible move, right? So I see him, and he comes over. He's already. You know he's already feeling it, and he goes, "I'm going to do a front flip," and I'm like, "Please don't." <laughs> he's like, "I'm going to do a front flip. Just hold my hat. Just like, shut. I'm like, I don't, I don't want to be a part of this." Yeah. He does it, lands it, and I'm like, "All right, you know what, you spry little son of a bitch, like, good work." <laughs> now you, now, now another hour passes, and he's back to do another front flip. It's a lot more uh. crowded. He did not land that one. Oh, no. oh
0: gosh, it's on concrete. <laughs> oh, oh, man! And what people <laughs> listening don't don't know is the guy standing next to you I'm friends with, and he's a personal injury attorney.
1: <laughs> I know. That's say. This kid's just doing. I'm just like, oh. you know I me. Mean? I'm like, because it's like when he first did it, like we'd only had a couple drinks. So I'm like, I'm not even like buzzed up yet. And I'm like, please don't. I don't want to be a part of this. Dude, so what'd you do? Just like toss the hat back on him
0: on him <laughs> as he's landing. I mean, once he once he landed it, I was like, that's my guy. <laughs> <laughs> Hold my hat. Jesus. Just, what the worst
1: way to be roped in. Yeah. Like, I, I want no part of this. It had visions, Cobb, of me and you sitting on that log years ago when that oh. guy was like, I'm gonna do a belly flop. And I went, I wouldn't, man. The water's cloudy, it looks deep. It's not. You gotta go like f- four more feet out. Remember, and I'll never forget, Uh, he took off his hat and was like, F, it, I'm doing it and just lands uh, in a foot of water. (laughs) Yeah. Hard belly
0: flop into a foot of black water. Just like (laughs) there could have been anything in there, dude. I did. (laughs) Right. Yeah. God, just watching him slowly get up, like out of that mud
1: and like slink away was pretty hilarious. It was because the whole beach just went quiet. Then he gets up like I'm all right, but that was about all he mustered. He didn't say a word to us. He yeah. just, you're right. He just, and he was a, he was a small dude, and just kind of no. slunk off like, yeah, buddy. <laughs> like, like you're not wrong in thinking we might be altered on this log, but we, trust me, we're looking out for your safety. <laughs> I tried to warn
0: you, didn't I? Yeah, dude. I mean, it was yeah, it was barely a foot at best. And we've been we've been sitting there for 30 minutes. Like, what? It, yeah. I don't know. That was hilarious, man. And remember, there was also guys jumping from the top of a like probably 45 foot tree into that same black water. And it's just the the bottom is so e- uneven because it's a river. So, yeah, man, there could have been that could have been some crazy injuries that day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> th-
1: well, and that part of the river used to be a lot deeper. So I think those uh, locals knew. I think that's the same day, too, where Cobb and I, Matt, were sitting just like where, the, where it used to bend and it was actually deep. But, it's you know, you've been in the stilly. Like that water is running pretty good. It's cold. So Cobb and I are just chilling out there, treading water. Then finally, I'm like, all right, man, are we done treading water? And he's like, no, man, let's stay out here another like 10 minutes. And I'm like, I, I got to go in. He's like, oh, crap. My bad. You're just saying I was like, yeah, my legs are getting tired. I'm getting cold. Like, I got to go to this deep part of the river.
2: I'm not a college <laughs> and, swimmer.
0: I feel like it's like you know, like um, hockey players don't really think about like the ice skating; they think about like the hockey. I feel like playing playing water polo. I just I don't think about the swimming. It's like more like standing, having a convo, you know. (laughs) Yeah, that was a fun day, one of our best, actually,
1: Ted. One of our best. The photos from
0: that day. Oof, yeah.
1: Top. Uh, Yeah, but with that said, the rave was fun. We me and my buddy came back here. We were way too pumped afterwards. Stayed up way too late. I was like, yep, Ah, rave energy. How was the music? Okay, so here's my (laughs) I loved it, but they're not too far out there like they only played maybe one or two newer songs that I didn't even know. But like I knew pretty much the whole set and it's kind of funny because they're all like twenty one and twenty two. So when I first started listening to like some EDM music, like those are like classic bangers to them. And they like throw it on and they go wild and I'm just, I just I always laugh. I'm like, that's so crazy. Like I remember 15 20 years ago listening to I think Tiësto was the first one that really got me into stuff. And I'm just like, yeah, and like they're great songs.
0: Yeah, and surprisingly, a lot of the early 2000s um, stuff has had some serious longevity. I mean, I feel like even when we go out in in Austin, um, I hear a lot of that stuff
1: uh, now. I mean,
0: I don't hear that much music that I've never heard before.
1: Yeah. I guess it's day power. Right. We started, you know, some of them were like BSing with us, like, oh, you're his dad, like his," but we met you before and they're... You know, and I forget that we do stuff as like adults, but like, yeah, we sat in a suite and watched Swedish House Mafia. They're like, no way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, like, that's because yeah. we have jobs, dog. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's awesome. Speaking of, of good shows, actually, ACL was here over this weekend. And uh, if you haven't seen them live, I kind of wrote them off, but the Lumineers bring it.
1: Really, really All right. good. I've heard Excellent that before. Yep. I'll stand uh, by on that, behind that. I get a lot of Lumineers on my uh Mumford and Sons channel. I saw them, too, on Sunday. Also did really you? good
0: live. Yeah. Uh Lumineers okay. were on Friday, and Mumford
1: was on Sunday. I will say, I did, didn't think I cared for Mumford. And then years ago, they were the headliner at, uh, like, a Deck the Hall ball for the end. And, like, at the end of the day, Castle was like, hey, man, do you... I was like, I want to go see that show. He's like, here, I got an extra whatever... You know, not all access, but basically like you can get on the floor, this and that. So it was a Wednesday. I used to play in a pickup basketball game. So I remember I went, played hoops on Wednesday night, got back to my place in Belltown. I remember like it was was perfect, perfect setup. Got home, did two shots of whiskey, smoked half a joint on the way up there, like walk into the old key arena as the lights are on because Mumford's coming up next. And like, I get down to the floor and they're like, you know, like it's like tight security, right? You need wristband. This, and I just like flat. And the lady's like, oh, yeah, you yeah, go ahead. So I'm like, all right, not my crowd. I'm just going to hang out by the soundboard and listen, listen to the music. Cause that's generally if you're I, people want to be up close, but stand by the soundboard. It's going to sound the best in the, any arena. Yep. And man, Munford just blew the doors off. And I was like, holy shit. These guys are good.
0: Yeah. I agree with that. They really brought it. Them, I was expecting to be kind of good. Lumineers, I was not, and it just crushed me, both of them. Um, Yeah, man, just live music is a lot of fun. Also, I got to say, shout out to Labyrinth. That guy,
1: uh, live show pretty solid. (laughs) (laughs) It's funny. I was at uh, my buddy Rob throws like every few weeks, we'll throw like a Sunday dinner. So very awesome, right? Me prime rib a vegetable uh, wellington instead of beef wellington like that guy's classy He
0: knows so he he knows how to do things that i don't even know exist
1: yeah (laughs) i mean he's the one that got me into yorkshire puddings i'm like they are so good for the record i also realize most people don't have friends that are english yorkshire puddings are savory It's like a little baked thing with like butter on it stuff. Somebody was like, I I thought they were going to be sweet because puddings in the name. And I'm like, yeah, most people probably think that. So I'm just putting that out there to our listeners. Dude, yeah. He got me into the skin lotion that I use every day.
0: Oh, glass bottle. Just fancy. Dude, that stuff absolutely hits. And it blows. I put it on other people occasionally and it blows them away. Like he's he's one of the fancier friends that we have. Possibly the fanciest. He's up there. top five for sure <laughs> it's like
1: effort he's effortlessly fancy that's what's so frustrating about it oh and like loves to cook and everything yeah God, i forget where i was going with this now something about also. <laughs> oh so one of his friends a- anyhow there was a guy there that comes up to visit but he's from uh houston so you know eventually we start talking barbecue and he's like, oh, I make the best brisket, this and that. And I'm like, how'd you get into it? He goes, well, I read the, you know, like the brisket Bible. And I'm like, man, I know a lot about barbecue. What is the brisket Bible? And he's like, uh, it's from uh, this guy, Aaron Franklin. And I was like, oh, Franklin, sure. Like arguably the best brisket in the country. He's like, right. He wrote a whole book on how they do it. And he's like, so I just follow his like style to a T. And I was like, huh, oh, all right. And then I asked him about, I was like, do you ever go to Austin? He's like, yeah. And I was like, what about blacks? (laughs) Right. Isn't it Terry blacks?
0: Don't get it twisted. Those are two different places. Ted, we got to be very specific about this when we talk barbecue. So there is blacks, original barbecue. And there's Terry blacks, who is the nephew of black. Those two families don't speak big feud. I personally do not like blacks barbecue at all. And Terry blacks is my favorite. So, and didn't Franklin kinda, details matter.
1: And didn't Aaron Franklin start
0: at blacks? Um, that would not surprise me. I know that the guy who started Terry blacks did, but I, I would say, yeah, Terry blacks brisk is noticeably better. Um, we could try both when you're down, but blacks kind of weak, honestly. All right. I know there's some other stuff there. I just, I was, I was just laughing about that. I'm like, huh,
1: that's pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. And
0: you know, actually we, I mean, we might be able to squeeze a Franklin's run in too, but there's a lot of, Oh God my freaking s- sorry i think uh my
1: girlfriend is drunk and keeps trying to call me and it like throws off the stream huh. oh you sound all right also i respect that she's out there getting after it on a tuesday <laughs> <laughs> living recobs <laughs> like annoying i'm like hey you go girl have some fun <laughs> yeah they have like a uh retreat for their um their company Oh, nice. So I was
0: just hosting that. Oh, mm-hmm. Maybe it was
1: just some ladies getting
0: some vino. <laughs> Honestly, if I sound perturbed, it's like every time it, it uh, she calls, like it like rings in my headphones and then like comes through my computer and t- blacks out the whole screen with her name. I was <laughs> like, p- p- like, I texted you. We are podcasting. <laughs> Uh, that's why we keep it homegrown here on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I,
2: I do the closet studio, you angry. can't expect too much. <laughs> What's that? I get irrationally angry if anybody disturbs, me. and it's like people that don't know that I podcast every Tuesday at 7:30 will like text me on my phone, I'm like I'm trying to look at the time. <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> leave me alone.
1: Yeah, there's certain friends, <laughs> like I had one buddy, it was like every Tuesday. You want to get a beer after like, right. We've been doing this for years already. I'm like, you know, you know, all three football on the podcast, you know where we're going to be. Yeah. Said, what it used to be at 630 on Tuesday nights. Yeah, we
0: are <laughs> 10 years in my guy.
1: You know where I will be.
0: <laughs>
1: uh, right, and yeah. I remember one week he goes, I know I'm just, I was just joking with you. And I was like, now don't lie to me. That'll piss me off. <laughs> <laughs> You've already insulted me. Now you're pissing
0: me
2: off. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh. Uh, that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> All right. this The topic I've been waiting to get to for two weeks with you two guys. Matt, I know you are big into it. I think you're one of the only people I knew that sold.
2: Uh, what's up with Bitcoin? What's oh, up with crypto, ahead, Matt? <laughs> well, I haven't paid attention in a while. I mean, I, I sold that stuff. Man, what year did we go to Amsterdam? Was that 2018 or something? Like, I just... I made a few grand and was headed to Europe and figured that's nice. And, you know, I had no idea what was in store um, and I just, you know, it's just one of those things that I'm like, yeah, I think I think about it. It seems valid, but uh, yeah, I just got it as like a investment opportunity when I was living at the barracks, a couple of the guys were really into it. And, um, you know, my rent was super affordable. So I had some extra scratch laying around and uh yeah bought some crypto and then well, I think it was Litecoin like tripled in like a week or something and I was like good lord I'm just taking this to Amsterdam and then uh haven't really um used it like I still have some money in my account there and then when I come across questionable things on the internet that are only you can only buy with crypto um i i just have some money for it question
1: oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh no like further that,
2: questions though. boys i was yeah exactly like i was waiting on the nice. we know well we know about the indian viagra that was a bitcoin purchase but yeah there's yeah other stuff i will not talk about <laughs> hey what
0: you what you do in your own time and privacy of your own home is your business man yeah not the podcast has no official interest um wait could you clarify for me when you say what's what's up with bitcoin
1: i mean i not just bitcoin i mean crypto just it seemed like for a few years you just couldn't get away from it and it was like the impression i always got was there was a little bit of talking down to people that didn't really understand it or weren't investing in it and like i had one buddy probably like two years ago i said i just I just don't see where everybody's making all this money. And I would always use Matt as an example. I was like, he's the only person I knew that actually cashed out at a really high time and got some money out of it. I mean, Cobb, I know you did, but that was years before. And then I had another buddy who held on and we were sitting there and he was like, this is very odd to say. And I was like, say it. He's like, I don't, I don't want to sound like I'm bitching, but I'm like, say it. He's like, He's like, "Uh, I should have cashed out. I lost like two and a half million dollars yesterday. He's like, I technically never like had it, had it, but he's like that value. And I'm like, yeah. And now I just feel like I don't hear much about it. And I'm just I'm wondering where all the crypto bros went. (laughs) I
0: like this. So I was actually with a big Bitcoin influencer last night uh, helping to paint his apartment. I don't want to say who it is, but he's a friend (laughs) of mine down here. Uh, He does probably speaks at probably 20 crypto conferences a year. So I was asking him the same question. Um, So I still hold about 90% of my crypto for what it's worth. Um, I think uh, so, you know, obviously there's bull markets and bear markets. I'd say we're close to the bottom of this bear market. The next bull market, in my opinion, won't be for a while because the next Bitcoin halving, I believe, is let's see. I'm trying to remember off the top of my head. I want to say April. Uh, April of 2024 and typically it's um, 12 to 18 months after the having that we have a peak that's going to coincide with um, the them having to renegotiate the U.S debt ceiling. Um, so I don't know if you guys are familiar, but the debt ceiling has been suspended. Um, until January 2025 after the election. So, right now, Congress is spending money like crazy. Um, they're running up the deficit really quickly. There are some valid reasons for that and some bad reasons for that, both. Um, it's not like a big, uh, I don't know. Uh, I, I don't care too much about that either way. But um, yeah, so I would say that I think crypto has really struggled to find a use case, one outside of, you know, quote unquote store of value. Bitcoin's original proposition was to be a risk off uh bet so basically when what does that you know mean? A, um a safe harbor asset so ie if you think everything's going to to sh- to s whatever then you put your money traditionally
1: like in gold right gold. like gold right. gold bars. I've, I've done that with yeah. gold
0: so um and you can actually buy gold bullion at Costco now Um, so, um, so Bitcoin, the original narrative was that that's what it was going to be, that it was going to be the safe Harbor because no more is created, et cetera, et cetera. Um, in some respects, it's, it's sort of flirted with being that, but I would say that it's been pretty tightly correlated with the rise and fall of, um, the NASDAQ and specifically tech stocks. So if they're collapsing, Bitcoin is also collapsing where you would want in that scenario, Bitcoin to actually be stable or rising. Um, So it may reach that status over time, but I don't know. Um, I will say that the, there was the crypto universe was rife with a lot of scams and false promises. Um, However, um, from my, the finance side of me actually really loves a lot of the uh, utility and sort of um let's see exotic um securities would be the wrong word exotic instruments that are incumbent in a linked list technology like that um so we can get into some of those but basically you can just do a lot more with digital money than you can with um physical money or money run by a, a central government so i do think crypto will be relevant in our lifetime I think it's going to take some time to get there. And in the time in between those spots, we're probably going to have a couple bull and bear markets. So I would say we're at close to the bottom now. Um, SBF is going on trial this week. I think his longtime girlfriend actually testified today, um, Laura Ellison
1: or something like that. I can't remember her name, but the girl with the glasses. So I'm surprised she got on her or could uh, even stand up after he threw her under the bus. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs)
0: Yeah, so, you know, there's a lot of reckonings happening right now. um, And I would say confidence is pretty low. However, uh, the US government has been working towards approving ETFs, exchange traded funds um, for the big banks to uh, list and sell interest in the underlying security, Bitcoin and a few other um, cryptocurrencies. So I think that, quote unquote, mainstream adoption, which really is not the use of it, but just the investment in it, um, is near um but that is not a price prediction on anything only that it's in a bad winter it's taken some serious licks and there are a lot of scammers and scam coins out there and i think it's going to take a while to reset and recover from that and currencies are all about confidence so you know they may or may not have that in the future
1: but yeah uh, I, I agree that's Crypto a good people explanation the top yeah, I just was kind of laughing. I was like, I don't see as many of the crypto bros everywhere now. And like talking down because people don't understand it. I was just like, huh. I don't know. I'm just, and look, I'm just old in this way. I'm just like, ah, for a while there, I was like, I want to put some in. I just like I said, like Matt was one of the only people I knew that like made money and got out in time yeah. and then. uh, <laughs> Yeah, so I was just like a lot not, of armchair experts. About... Yeah,
0: yeah, there was. For what it's worth, even at the bottom of the, the bear market, your boy's still up, but only probably about uh, less than forty percent over a five year period. Oh, so probably okay. worse. Probably worse than the S P five hundred, actually close, probably. Almost
1: so exactly. Can... <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. I do the same thing, like I have some investments that are small than I did years ago, and I'm like, ah, I made about forty bucks last year. So I'm gonna take that as a win. <laughs> oh, I was saying percentage wise. Oh. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like, uh, I hear you said yeah. percentage. I'm just saying, like, I still get a dividend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. I don't think any of us got into this one. I certainly did not. I think they're almost worthless now. The NFTs. I mean, that was yeah. the other thing you just couldn't get away from. And it. it's like, oh, you got to get them. And again, sometimes I just look at things and like a very basic thing, right? I just go, this doesn't make sense to me. At least crypto talking to you or a couple of my other friends, I can fathom how it would work. I'm like, the NFTs just never made sense to me. And people were spending so much money on it. But it's like, I don't even physically own it.
0: Yeah, well, <clears throat> that's like a, a complex topic. Um, Sam, I also did not buy NFTs. And I think, you know, trusting your instinct like that... Um, Peter Lynch, one of the most famous investors of all time, talks about that a lot. He ran the Magellan Fund for Fidelity, and he basically says like, "Look, anybody can be an investor." He's like, "Look at businesses around in your neighborhood that you love, that are doing great, and if they're selling for a reasonable price, buy it." Some of his biggest investments were found by his wife because of different products she liked, and he would go and inve- investigate the company. He's like, "Wow, this is actually a great company." So, I, I think Investment professionals, quote unquote, and finance people try to make things sound more complex than it is. Um, and right. anyone with a basic understanding of, I would say, seventh grade level math uh, can do that kind of stuff. And you should trust your instincts um, in terms of you feeling like that. Um, you know, not trusting NFTs was a good call. But also, you sort of have a you have a good ability to see trends that maybe somebody on Wall Street wouldn't. You're like, oh, this. Particular kind of smoke shop is always busy. Like, guess what? The hottest stock ends up being two years later. So, I think it's good to observe the world around you and to invest accordingly. Um, as far as the NFTs, you're right. So, some of them, they were saying that you would own them, but some of them, part of the problem is you're actually just owning like a link to a centralized database, which is kind of crazy. I think NFTs yeah. will have their day, not in terms of the crazy art speculative stuff we saw, but from the non-fungible aspect in terms of either provenance for art or things that we already have um, in a database, but like a paper database right now, things like mortgages and um, titles to cars, um, things like that, that we do need a ledger of in our society already. Um, I think there'll be a lot of that as NFTs, but we're a long ways away and the government is in no hurry to get on board with that until they start their own coin, which has been rumored to be happening by... The uh, U.S. government—I know China's got theirs yeah. just about out. So you know, it's a—I mean, the the technology on a basic level, like linked lists and having distrib- you know, having distributed databases—makes a lot of sense. But it, it's a huge technological and mental shift for people, and. You know, it may never happen because it's all about confidence. And even if it does, it could be a long ways away. And, you know, Warren Buffett talks a lot about just how unpredictable technology is. And even if you know that a cryptocurrency is going to win, how the hell do you tell between the 2,000 that are available? And so that's one reason that even when I talk about it and people will ask me, I'm always very sure to never recommend any individual currency, only to say that if you're interested, you should purchase one. Because the moment right before you click the buy button, you're going to think to yourself like, oh, I should actually really do some due diligence on this and know what I'm talking about.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, my one buddy would talk to me at nauseam about it. I'm just like, (laughs) and I did feel bad for him. Like, did you think about cash now? He's like, I did. And he's like, it's just so weird that that money's just gone. And he's like, I had all these plans, and I'm like, well, like he's done good and like, you know what I mean? He got his MBA and stuff. He's worked for big companies, so it's not like he's going to be hurting. But I'm just like, yeah, that that's got to be tough. Yeah, and, and then, even uh,
0: with two million, even if he was only earning five percent on it, that's a hundred grand a year for free. Just a correct. ten thousand dollar a month check. Yeah, we're doing nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Treasuries are higher than five now, so. <laughs>
1: Poor bastard. (laughs) I was trying. uh, My buddy's kid asked me something the other day about a bank. And I'm, like, trying to explain it. (laughs) And they're like, well, I don't understand. Why don't you just keep the money at your house? It's like, well, number one, it's safer physically in the bank. I go, but, like, the money can make some money while it sits in there. It's like, you got to be smart. Have your money make money. (laughs) And they were just like, okay. And then in my head, I'm like, this kid's like eight. Why am I trying to explain this <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like, 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 you know, Barbie and Ken? Yeah. Well, Ken keeps his money in a bank and he's made smart investments. That's why she has a convertible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nice, dude. <laughs> right, let, let me break it down to your level.
0: <laughs> you know, Barbie, that bitch has everything. You want to know why? Ken, 30 years ago. Think about it. Right, Ken was maxing out that 401k for years. Cash on cash return. <laughs> Diversify <laughs> your bonds.
1: <laughs> That's right, awesome, let's, dude. Let's take a break here. We'll come back with uh, some emails. What's matting in the cop topic? All right. Welcome back. And thank you to all our sponsors. Uh, Ethereum. Bitcoin, uh-huh. <laughs> Litecoin,
0: and Doge, <laughs> and Dogecoin to the to the moon, to the <laughs> moon, baby, dude. That's so funny that you say that. God, this guy was helping paint his wall. We literally were hanging a to the moon LED or not LED, uh, like L, to the moon fluorescent light uh, on his wall last night. <laughs> I was very on brand, Mister Smith. You maybe you're deeper in the crypto game than you lead us to believe, dude. I could see you being Satoshi. <laughs>
1: i mean yeah you're not wrong uh before we get to emails i forgot to bring this up Cobb, you're actually going to be in town saturday seattle lake washington massive game
0: dude this is like one of the greatest moves i've made so i had to my plan was to come up to seattle on tuesday next week we have some stuff going on with work and uh we're doing some like design changes and whatever so i was going to come up for that and then you hipped me to the fact that the UW, Oregon, college football game, both of which ranked in the top ten, is not in fact at Autzen Stadium in Eugene, Oregon, but is going to be in Seattle at UW Stadium home game. And as you put it, college possibly, game day. Oh yeah, college game day in town, which I've only been to one other college game day. I painted my entire body, my freshman year at Boston College. Um, but you said that it may be the biggest regular season game the Huskies have ever had. And I agree with that. It truly may be. I mean, this is a massive game for all the marbles. And so I switched my ticket. I leave my house at 4 a.m. in Texas. I will be at that game tailgating by 1030. <laughs>
1: Don't Town. get scared. Your dog walked in. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> now I know who the ghost is. When I see that yeah, door, you saw the door swing open. Yeah, like I didn't grow up here. So like to me, it's that big of a game now I know the whammy in Miami is is a massive one right like I remember watching Washington beat Miami and it crushed me as, as a kid I was a Miami fan so they've they and they've had bigger games for sure right Rose yeah, Bowls national title games but I'm like for a regular season game this one's gotta be up there yeah it feels
0: big and especially with like the dissolution of the Pac-12 and stuff I mean you know this is kind of I mean this is the one that's gonna be you know the last record on the on the sheet um, the other thing I was going to say with Ted, I've never asked you this and I've thought about it a lot going to UW stadium. There's of course the folklore that, uh, there's sort of, um, what's it called? There's, there's controversy over the origin story of the famous wave. When people stand up in their seats and the wave goes around the stadium, people stand up, and put their hands over their head. So I believe there's three places that people think it started. One of the origins uh, people claim is the Kingdome in Seattle. I believe another one is Husky Stadium. And then there's a third one somewhere else in the country that they also claim to be the originators of the wave. What are your thoughts on this? Have you put much much time into it? I'll look it up
1: right now while we're talking. I have, from everything I can tell, it it did start at Husky Stadium. Oh. which is also kind of funny because P- i know so many people out here that hate the wave and i'm like <laughs> i don't know i always like doing the wave at a game and i'm like i remember looking at going to deep dive on it. i never heard that until i moved out here and i was like i almost feel like wikipedia gives husky stadium credit for inventing the
0: wave so i'm seeing right here um the wave known as the Mexican wave or stadium wave when it's outside of North America. So apparently it was in the U S yeah. So some people say that originated uh, the first thing they cite here is the NHL in 1979. And then, yeah, they have the university of Washington origin story, the university of Michigan origin story. They don't mention the kingdom. And it looks like a couple other places that it was seen internationally. So yeah, a little bit disputed. I can't read it all. Sorry, my dog is, like, grabbing my
2: knee. I love seeing a, a <laughs> f- sitting next to somebody that is unsuccessfully trying to get the wave started. Oh, it's tough, dude. That's, that's even more fun to me than the actual wave coming through my section. <laughs> I always respect it. It
0: takes a lot of activation energy to get that thing rolling.
1: Yeah. I, I mean, look, I've been on both sides of this, right? Like, I've tried to start chance at games where it doesn't work, and then you just have magical moments, like... Years ago, uh Maryland was playing Oregon State down in San Francisco at the baseball stadium. <laughs> I love the dog. It's just in the camera. <laughs> Sorry, dude. He My, my no, dog has awesome. gone, so he just needs some love. He's like he's terrorizing happy. me. Yeah. I mean, I'm pretty sure everybody on here is a dog person except you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Lifelong cat guy.
1: I know. Uh But Maryland was playing Oregon State, so I told Miggs at the time, like, hey, man, You fly down to San Francisco, like, I'll get the hotel room. I'll buy these bowl tickets. Like, let's go party. So we go down there. I got us awesome seats. It's at the baseball stadium. So we basically were, like, the way the field was set up, we were kind of in one of the end zones, but we were, like, behind home plate in the club section. And it's I got them through the Terrapin Club. So it's all Maryland fans. And we're in the front row, row A, seats, you know, one and two on the aisle. So, like halfway through the first quarter like i'm just like oh this kind of sucks and you know me i'd been ripping beers at the bar across the street with maryland fans like ran into a girl i knew from high school like ran into this like uh, guy that was a famous bartender and basketball referee i was like i know you man he's like how do you I... know me and i'm like you referee all the high school games i used to keep score at demapa so finally i just start getting into it and miggs looks over at me at one point he's like do you got like a thousand people following every chant you lead? And I was like, yeah, this is great. So I've been <laughs> on the side where it sucks and you look like that idiot. And I've been on the like elation side of like, all right, I got him. power. God. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome, <dude>. Oh. <laughs> all
1: right.
0: Can you read emails with the dog <laughs> yeah. there? Yeah. A question of taste. Gentlemen, apparently close from Costco is the new Mr. Goodbar debate. Let the battle commence. Carson, the lawyer. Uh, written whilst absurdly comfortable and dirt in dirt cheap curtain signature gym shorts. Yeah, I did see actually uh, I saved a couple of tweets about it um, that people wrote, but I can't. Uh, sorry with the dog. I just I don't know where my phone is, mm-hmm. but yeah, the, the debate is strong and some people are saying curtain signature clothes are legit. There's people on both sides.
1: There is, but I told you somebody called the men's room before they started to answer the question today. The they were just like, hey, Ted, LARP on. Tell Cobby's dead wrong. I love clothes from Costco. <laughs> <laughs> so I feel like I should clarify.
0: No part of me was saying that people don't love them. What I was saying is that they don't fit well and they make you look worse. That was well, they, my main point.
2: They fit They're, certain people well. Yeah, if you're built like a square. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> that was Cobb. I'm not yeah. the most we are not the most hated two on the podcast, cough Dude, actually somebody uh If you're yeah. built like a square.
1: Just Dude, just...
0: somebody wrote oh, in. you,
1: you fucking oopa loopa looking motherfucker.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's good for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh yeah, I feel like the cuts are always like a little bit behind what's going on, but Anyway, um, yeah, somebody wrote in. Somebody wrote in and apologized, Matt, for saying we were the that I was the most hated or something like that. I can't remember. <laughs> I read. I I had a bizarre email exchange with somebody. Um, oh yeah, actually, they were like big sweet. They were like, "Don't stop doing the podcast. I
2: enjoy it. Just it's okay to be the heel. Something like that."
1: Honestly, I forgot somebody emailed in. I thought that was just me and Matt
2: giving you a hard time. <laughs> yeah, no, Cobb no. said we are the two most hated members of the podcast because we That's live right. in sunny climates. <laughs> I was like, sure. Yeah. If people want to be jealous. Like, Hey, I'm in my bed. I'll sleep in it. And then, yeah, I'm, I'm the one calling our listeners square shapes, <laughs> dude. <laughs> that's what it was. So some, somebody Sponge emailed, bobs. somebody that's emailed right. in
0: hey, like Bob. a, yeah, like a not for podcast email. And I just immediately, it was it was something about something I'd said. I was just like, first of all, I don't mind being the podcast heel. Every podcast <laughs> needs a great heel. And so, like, he came back. and like, apologized. Like, dude, dude, I didn't mean to call you the heel. Just, you know, and I'm like, it's all right, man. We need a villain here. <laughs> Ted's clearly too nice. So, it <laughs> only leaves two of us. Matt's sweet also. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Greetings to the greatest podcast in all the land. All the land. All the land. You got it. Uh, Boys, listening to you guys, trying to figure out how to watch certain things over the last year, but trying to cut back on as much money as possible. Also trying to save my family as much money as possible, because I think people pay too damn much nowadays for everything. My parents had Comcast TV and internet, which came out to $280 a month. My wife's parents had cable and internet, which came out to $280 a month. My wife's brother had cable and internet that came out to $230 a month. And I just had basic Comcast internet at $50 a month and was downloading all the movie and TV shows I wanted to watch uh it's kind of a long one let's see um uh it lists off the channels nice uh (laughs) the downside of youtube tv is they do not have root sports there's no way to watch the kraken of the mariners um
1: that is but they have all the nfl stuff now
0: yep no pac-12 network um uh so i have a reputable vpn but i think you guys could set something up like that for yourselves and save a crap load of money um yeah i'm actually personally in a battle with at&t right now um i'm very happy with this?
1: my xfinity
0: the NCA's viewing packages are absolutely ridiculous because of the streaming lights uh duh, 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 duh. tough to ferret out what's going on here uh lately they've been doing ridiculous stuff Okay. Sorry. I'm just realizing how long and rambling this email kind of is bottom line. If you want advice, setting something like this up, I could do that. Otherwise I can point you to less than reputable websites. I've been using for years to stream live games. Ideally you need a physical computer, not a tablet or smartphone because they're not as reliable, but if you're willing to put in some headache, I've literally streamed everything I've ever wanted that I can't get through YouTube TV. LARP on, boys, Bart and Bellingham. Dude, that's actually an awesome response <laughs> that I took the time to type out. Matt, that's from me saying I couldn't watch UW games down here. Yeah, I sent you one of those links. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, dude, dude yeah, I'm, I'm doing one market. better. I'm, I'm flying up to the game. Yeah. Now I don't need it. Uh, well, I, look, not-
1: I'll, I mean, I'll be dead honest, right? Like, like, some of the extra streaming services I have is just for sports. Right. Like I was like, why do I need Peacock Premium now? And then I'm like, ah Christ. The Arsenal games, there's a bulk of them that are gonna be on that. Like, I gotta get that. And then like <laughs> I nice. held off on ESPN plus forever. And then like I found out, like, oh, Big Ten's playing on ESPN plus now. <laughs> like, <laughs> all right. Guess I'll get that one. Yeah. It is kind of funny how
0: uh, you know, they sold us that like streaming was gonna be so much better and Netflix and whatever, and like we're just Basically, back to cable. I except I somehow it's slightly more expensive.
1: <laughs> yeah, everybody's like, like, oh, I cut the cord and this and that. It's like, yeah, all right. Well, I guess number one, you don't like sports. And number two, it's like when you add up all your streaming services, you're still paying hundreds of bucks.
2: Yeah, like four years ago, there was just like a bunch of people being like, cut the cord and buy crypto, and like they're really <laughs> quiet now. <laughs> yeah,
1: right. Good, good callback, Matt.
2: There, good call. <laughs>
0: Um, I, are you guys ready for the next one? They still
1: got those Gucci shirts, though.
0: (laughs) I could tell Cobb didn't know much about makeup when he mentioned a smoky blush. Thanks for the laugh. Uh, Boys, I don't even know what blush is. Do you guys? Yeah, it goes on your cheeks. Cheeks stuff. Nice. All right. Uh, I don't even know. Oh, I was thinking like smoky eyes or something. What's what's the stuff? Not mascara, but like what's like the paint that they put around their eyes? Eyeshadow. Eyeshadow. I think of all of it as face paint. Is that crazy? I mean, it seems like between that and like, like like I mean the fact that we're still painting our faces, I feel like shows how primal we still are and how how, you know, ape-like and unevolved. I mean, personally I think it's awesome. I think women look amazing in in makeup, but it is face paint. It's fancy yeah. face paint.
1: Yeah. It's I mean, it is. I think because I, I know I, I've known a bunch of dudes over the years who are like, I don't really care about makeup. I think women look good enough without it. And it's like, that's reason <laughs> like, re- Yeah. Like the, the reason, a lot of the reason they're doing it is because we kind of like the, all the women we idolize and stuff. It's like, of course, they're wearing makeup. And then, like I said, like, if I'm ever doing like a local TV thing and they're like, do you want some makeup? I'm like, please. Yeah. Like, I don't need my cheeks and my head all shiny. Yeah. Uh, and it, it just looks different. Like, Years ago, I did something quick for I can't remember what they renamed that show, but it was like a second version of Almost Live. And somebody was like, dude, like you looked a lot better on camera than this other guy. And I go, yeah, he didn't look like that in person. I go, he just didn't use the makeup where I was like, where's the chair? (laughs) Those people know what they're doing. They (laughs) asked you for a reason. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Like, like, right. Like, hey, you ever watch uh, Big Noon Kickoff or? College game day, you know what all those guys are doing a half an hour before they you see them on set? They're getting their makeup on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: Seriously, it makes a big difference. Um, yeah, there was something, uh, there was a, a book that talked a little bit about super stimuli. They did a bunch of tests for um, basically, you know, animals responding to stimulus that would be bigger than normal. So like one, I think it was like a type of um, duck, you know, they went for like the biggest, reddest like sort of gizzard and so they put these you know ridiculously huge red gizzards on ducks and they got on fake ducks and they got more mating opportunities and same with like you know um uh, bolt-ons god i can't even think of the real name anymore breast implants for women um you know like that stuff works it's super stimuli i mean we're already yeah sort of naturally programmed to be looking for you know survivability in a breeding setting or whatever so yeah ted you're 100 right i think. um I think the, the problem is like some women just have no idea how to put makeup on and so therefore look better without it. And some women just really have a lot of natural beauty. Um but yeah, makeup's just wild. I don't know.
1: The face paint game. Um <laughs> who's the funny uh female comedian? She had a whole special just called War Paint. <laughs> <laughs> uh, who I don't know. Um, Isa Eliza Schlesinger? Yes, that's yeah. who it is. I saw her yeah. live, she's great. Yep, yeah, she's awesome. <laughs>
0: Yeah, Warpaint, 2013. Nice callback. Uh, also, Matt, thanks for reminding me about ringback tones.
1: Those were special. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I never ring had back- the ring the ringback tone. I was just like, yeah, but I had some gangster uh, ringtones.
0: Nice. Yeah, I remember downloading ringtones on the internet <laughs> at one point, and you like upload them on your phone. Um, going back a few topics to the fat moment. Uh, for me, it was at the all-you-can-eat King Crab Buffet. at no Call me Casino. I just kept right. getting crab, lemon, and butter, and probably ate for two hours without feeling full at all. I only stopped when I noticed everyone else I was sitting with had finished and wanted to go. It wasn't until I started walking to the car that I realized I was overstuffed. For whatever reason, when it comes to crab, my brain shuts off signals telling me to stop, I guess.
1: <laughs> uh, I'm with you. I can eat crabs all day long. Crab legs, blue crabs. In fact, my buddy... Uh, my buddy, Sal, who's been on here uh, years ago, one of the first times I went there, him and his wife took me over to casinos. They had a bunch of different type of crab and crabs on this on the all you can eat buffet. So, like, I brought Old Bay. He brought Old Bay. She brought a book. She was like, oh, I've been here with him. I know how he is. And she's like, I know you're going to be just as bad, <laughs> if not worse. <laughs> she brought a book. Jesus. She brought a book. It's like, yeah. Yup. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I I mean, I've told these stories before, like years ago, this had to be like eight or nine years ago. Like, I forget what it was, but I the girlfriend at the time, I'm just like, hey, let's go to Salty's and have like the fancy brunch. But again, yeah. there's a lot of crab legs on there. And like, we're sitting up just at like a two top and next to us is another couple. But me and the dude just happened to be sitting like on, on the inside, on the booth side. Mm-hmm. And finally, like my third trip up, I just look over, I go, huh, crab guy, huh? We're going to have a contest here. And his wife's like, don't please don't encourage him. <laughs> <laughs> and then like, you know, a couple cocktails, two more plates of crab, crab legs later. You know, I'm like, "Not, well, I'm from Maryland. He's like, no, shit, Look, I've spent a lot of time in Virginia. It's where I learned to eat crabs. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, sounds like I've touched a nerve. Uh, also, the Kirkland signature brand yoga pants are fire. They're Ooh. excellent quality, and I will defend that with a passion, Michelle. <laughs> People fired up about those discounts, baby. Damn.
1: That's so good. I get Love you. It. That is so good. Uh speaking of food, this one is for Matt. I have talked about it uh for a while now. There's a guy I follow. I'm sure he's on all socials. I follow him on Instagram. It's cooking with Daryl. <clears throat> Two years ago. I think it was like my niece and brother were like, we love him because he always takes, uh you know, the big silver like spatulas and he'd always have uh, a flat grill, you know, a flat top grill. And it used and, and he would always like click them and it'd be like on the Blackstone. Wow. So like my brother and my niece, that was just like their little inside jokes. So I'm like, you got to show me this guy. So I started following him and then I love him because now he's he switched because he got sponsored. and It's on the Weber, but like <laughs> he always does that and everything. So I'm oddly obsessed with this guy. Matt's dad knows him. Matt texted me the other day and he's like, I'm in a football pick him league with him." I'm like, dude, like, number one, I want to talk to him. And number two, like, I feel like I get a lot of points with my my brother and niece. I'm like, guess who I had on my podcast
2: <laughs> working it. Yeah. Yeah. We on- uh the podcast,
1: Yeah. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> <laughs> the pad- the podcast.
2: Yeah, we both won this week. It was a four-way split, but me and Cook and Daryl won uh won ten this week, and so yeah, I got ten. I was wrong. I-, I actually got ten games this week too. Okay, nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah so uh, we'll see what happens. I don't know, but I yeah, I was like talking to my dad about like, hey, do you think you could reach out to him? To and I was like, oh, he's on, he's on the email thread. Like, that's his personal one. That's not, you know, his cooking with Daryl booking and marketing email address. That's just his normal one. And I was like, all right, I'm I'm in producer mode. I don't need you, dad. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't need to finesse this. I'll just directly reach out. <laughs> yeah, and then it's always pizza Fridays, man. He's yeah. cooking his little pizza
1: oven outside. <laughs> tell you, I've watched so many of the videos. And then, like, sometimes he brings in other guys that are kind com- of like, what's it three pieces of pecan or whatever and then like he also just like he's always cooking for his buddies he's like it's our high school reunion so I'm cooking and this and that I'm like like it's cuz people do it to me but it's weird like that guy who's just a normal guy that cooks on the internet I'm like I feel like I kind of know him <laughs> parasocial relationships yeah yeah <laughs> uh all right now with that said uh you know let's check in with what's matt hey,
0: hey what's good what's matt
1: before we get to what's battening. Hey, hey, what's good? What's man? Whoa. Check out with what's battening. Hey, hey, what's good, what's man? Uh, before we get to what's battening. Hey, hey, what's good, what's man? Whoa. Check out with what's battening.
2: So speaking of pizza, I had what I would say is is the best I'm, I'm done. I, I always doubt myself. On like, is it the best pizza I've had? It was the best pizza I've had. Um, All right. This Friday night, Tyler got us tickets to go to a thing called Lavender Nights. There's this farm about an hour away. They do a lavender festival. And then after the lavender out of bloom, they put up a bunch of lights. And then they do different ones for the holidays, too. So I can go back and get more pizza. I found out. I'm very excited. I might get a season's pass. But it's a kind of a smaller farm. They have a bunch of food available. Like the lights were cool. And it was fun walking around the farm and going into the gift shops and seeing the lights and stuff. There's a thousand-year-old oak tree there. uh, That's pretty dope. I I literally was like talking to it and stuff. I just felt it. it, I wasn't even high. I just felt compelled. Like, damn, thousand years, dude. Are you kidding me? That's crazy. Uh, And but they do their own uh sourdough bread there and so the the pizza is sourdough pizza and the dough was just the freshest i've ever had on pizza i i don't know it was so soft and and fresh that i just i couldn't believe it and i forget exactly what was on it honestly it was like Figs and something and some sort of lavender involved thing. They had they had a bunch of different types. You could have gotten cheese or pepperoni, but we got the kind of wild one with the lavender in it, and just the the sourdough crust was as good as I've had. And was, was it like, like a round or was
1: it more like a flatbread
2: pizza? Uh, so it was kind of like right in the middle. It was it was a little bit. It, it was like handmade and just kind of probably about ten inches and like circular, but kind of had some. It looked a little bit more square than your average you know, super round pizza because they just make it by hand back there. And the crust was just like so good that I was like, you know what? I'm not going to because I always doubt my memory. Like maybe I know how biased and weird the human mind and memories are. So I was like, at a certain point, I just got to let that go and commit. That was the best pizza I've had. Right. And so I do that Friday night and then Saturday night we Saturday during the day we drove out to San Diego. We went to the beach in Oceanside. We got a hotel room. Nice. The website said the suite we got had a balcony. It did not. I was not thrilled, but that's neither here nor there. Then we got to the beach and, you know, went swimming for an hour or so went back to the hotel, started getting ready to go see Avenged Sevenfold. And on the way there, we love Ethiopian food. There's really good Ethiopian spots up um, in Seattle on, uh, I guess that'd be Union Hill right there, not Capitol Hill, right? Um, I think it's kind of the Central District. Yeah, Central District um, has just a bunch of great Ethiopian spots. And so... We went to this place called Lucy in San Diego on the way to the venue. And I was like, I'm doing it again. This is the best Ethiopian I've ever had. The injera was perfect. Uh, We got the vegan sampler platter and spicy lamb. So if you're ever in San Diego, go to Lucy Ethiopian and follow those instructions. It was phenomenal. And I was like, once again, I was like, I haven't had a ton of Ethiopian since we've come, we've moved here. We, every time we go to LA, we try and find a spot, but they're all kind of not up to the central district standards that I've felt right. for myself. We had some great stuff in Amsterdam as well. So we just have pretty high standards. And I was like, this is the best Ethiopian food I've ever had in my life. And she starts rolling her eyes because I'm just like making grandiose statements <laughs> all week now about this food. <laughs> It's a wide range too. the best pizza I've had in my
1: life, the best Ethiopian. Next day, that's Ethiopian. Yeah. Yeah, What'd you do that night? I went and rocked out and saw Avenged Sevenfold. (laughs) Yeah.
2: So funny story. Then we get to the venue. We got there. You know, uh, the the service wasn't super fast at Lucy, but that was fine because we didn't really care about the openers. We got there, walked around a little bit. We saw about two songs from Falling in Reverse, who is the second opener. And then Avenged Sevenfold was going to begin. Um, and then uh, they're playing all the music. They set up the stage. They set up the drum set. They test out the lights. They didn't have like a big curtain hiding all this stuff. So like the anticipation building was real. And it was, they had um huge crowd, tons of people. And uh, then like 45 minutes has gone by and I'm like, how long are they going to make us wait? And then about 15 minutes after that, about an hour after falling in reverse ended some random Yahoo walks out on stage and says, unfortunately, and then the booze start (laughs) as soon as he said, unfortunately, everybody knew What was happening uh and everybody started booing and he goes now before you start booing (laughs) and he said i have an announcement to make avenge sevenfold will not be performing tonight m shadows is very sick backstage he's been trying everything all day to make this happen but he can't talk he can't sing there's nothing they can do the show is not canceled it's postponed They will be back you'll be able to get refunds if you want if you can't make the makeup show uh but hold on to your tickets watch your emails for updates and um be cool getting out of here (laughs) so then everybody was real pissed off the parking lot was a complete nightmare to get out of and uh we sat there for probably 45 minutes just not moving um and then eventually they opened up the the exit and and we got out of there and uh yeah so i, I did not get a chance to see avenge sevenfold saturday night that's tough if you've already waited an hour or two.
1: yeah i have uh i have been a part of that unfortunately before yeah and the headliner was not going to play uh Pain in the grass. It was slip knot. And they they did come back, did an awesome makeup show, but uh yeah, it was like, who wants to go out and make that announcement? I was like, ah, I'm not doing that one. Yeah. <laughs> everybody's yeah. gonna, everybody's gonna be super pissed.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I told Tyler that story on the walk back to the car. Um, and, and it was, it was definitely like kind of fun to just sit there with the windows down and just listen to everybody coming out and like just tried to make the most of sitting in that parking lot for a long time. Um, I was particularly frustrated with the fact that that night, one of my favorite rappers of all time, immortal technique was performing in Ontario, which is an hour away so I could have gone to that. And then Power Trip was this weekend down here in the desert with uh, ACDC, Guns N' Roses, Iron Maiden, Judas Priest, Tool, and Metallica. And I surpassed that to go to Avenged Sevenfold instead, which didn't happen. So basically, I, I said, forget Power Trip, forget Immortal Technique. Let's go get some really good Ethiopian food. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> well What makes it worse is, Cobb, all
1: three of us have a personal friend. <laughs> And even reached out to Matt and was like, dude, I have like two random extra tickets. I don't want to go to waste for power trip. Yeah. And like, I didn't know he'd already done that. And I text, and I go hit up MCTP. And he's like, dude, I did. He's in San Diego for revenge.
2: Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that was a bummer. Um, but yeah, I'm excited to go back to get that Ethiopian food again and actually see him this time. Hoping that, you know, they just play a longer set. Uh, you I know, mean, look. They-
1: that's what Slipknot did when they came back and played White River. It was like early October and it was awesome. Yeah. But it it like everybody sh- a lot of people showed up. It was a really fun show. But yeah, it's definitely that's just a bummer. Yeah. There's nothing you could do if the lead singer can't sing.
2: Right. Right. I mean, yeah. it, it just there's nothing that there's no one to be mad at. Um, I, My mind was blown by like the logistics of having 20,000 people in a venue and then telling them all we can't do this and then having to reschedule it you can't bring the same two openers back because they both played their sets and you know how does it all work like i'm assuming the band takes a little bit of a bath financially on that and has to absorb a lot of those costs from
1: personal experience the only thing i can tell you is when slipknot came back we just had uh two local bands go up there first okay because same thing, like they they were just coming back. They weren't going to bring a tour. And credit to them, it was only like a month and a half, two months later, they showed up and played. So, yeah. 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 So, but I mean, like, listen, as, as a consumer of anything, that's the worst thing. Because like you drove down there, but you know there's people that flew in to San Diego. This is like our trip. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like Sometimes yeah. that's why like, like in college football, in the early part of the season, you'll get some lightning delays. And it's like, uh, they're going to wait three hours. They got to play this game
2: yeah yeah no i checked the uh i checked the avenge sevenfold subreddit afterwards and there was there was stories far worse than ours uh of what there was multiple honeymoons a lot of birthdays people coming from south america and you know people that will not be able to make that makeup show happen and i'm like yeah it's a little bit of a drive gas is pretty expensive maybe if we get another hotel that'll kind of suck but like We'll get some more Ethiopian, and we'll get to that show one way or another. (laughs) So, Yeah. Well, when you go back
1: the next time, stay at
2: Margaritaville. Margaritaville? You know, we got one (laughs) in Palm Springs. I don't need to go all the way to San Diego for that. Oh, all uh, right.
1: I guess it's about that time.
2: Boop, boop, boop. Boop, hö- Cop
1: topic. Oh, topic. I like that. There's one in my neighborhood, dude. Yeah.
0: <laughs> all right. So as I'm sure you can tell by the dog sitting on my lap, trying to bite the microphone, uh, my girlfriend's out of town this week. And um so I realized, well, I didn't realize, I mean, I knew this, but um tonight for dinner, uh me and uh Ricky, the buddy, ordered papa john's it was amazing nice and i was thinking to myself or i was actually just sort of like lamenting like man i really don't know how to cook and haven't learned i always thought somehow just magically in my like mid-30s i would know how to cook um so the cop (laughs) topic this week uh why would you or wouldn't you date yourself feel free to email us literally the word email at thepodcast.com why would you or wouldn't you date yourself? I wouldn't date myself because I don't know how to cook. Boys? <laughs> man.
1: Oh, man.
0: Yeah, that's, uh... <laughs> that's not
1: too ruthless. That's I, I'm trying to
2: decide how ruthless I want to be on no. myself.
1: It's like I can't cook. It's like a eh.
2: I, I'm a pretty genuinely happy, carefree guy. That's pretty funny. I'd like to think like, I make myself laugh all the time. So, um, you know, I'm pretty chill and those are the reasons I would date myself and I'm I I get to choose one, right? I don't have to list both. So, I'm just going to stay with my my strong suits which are you know, like I I love what I do and I can provide for myself financially, but like my general disposition towards everyday is pretty positive, pretty grateful and, you know, I just want to laugh. I just want to have fun. I just want to be chill. The there's flip sides to all those things. I I have a lot of parts of my life that are not in the best shape because I'm not a very serious dude. But, you know, those make me a pretty good hang most of the time. Um, day in and day out. So that's why I would date myself, because I'm chill and funny.
0: Dude, I'd like to jump in real quick before Ted answers and just say that I feel like also one thing that's important is you weren't necessarily born that way. You're right. You are an incredibly positive person. You always take a positive spin on stuff, which is one of my favorite traits about you. Um, But we've been friends long enough to see you go through some adversity. And I feel like at some point, you made a choice to be a positive person. And that has compounded over the years. This is one of the things I've taken from you that I've been working on too, is it's compounded over the years in a way that I feel like now that's just your default state of being. And for people listening who have any interest in that, I feel like that was not just natural, you know. So anyway, Definitely it's just not. something something I commend you for. And I think it's a, a real incredible trait of yours that you probably don't even realize you're doing. But it does make you just sort of a a nice uh, warm light in a room. Thank you.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, I think I'm pretty easygoing. I would say the two things I have gotten in trouble with with multiple girlfriends is... uh number one like i moved to seattle basically alone right like i moved out with like with miles and thrill but like i didn't know anybody here like you know like they both moved out with girls like it was you know like i i have spent so much time alone that like sometimes in relationships it's kind of weird and it's like i just i just need this like I, I need a couple nights to myself it's like well, what are you doing this and that it's like i might just stare at a wall i don't know but i'm just like i I get a little flustered, you know what I mean. If like I'm just not used to having somebody there all the time, so I I still struggle with that all the time. (laughs) So relatable, dude. So relatable. Oh, right, right on a different track. But even like Thanksgiving, right? Like by like the fourth or fifth day, like my mom's staying with me. Like in the morning, sometimes I'm like, Mom, I am not trying to be rude, just. Let, let me get a coffee and give me 30 minutes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I am not used to having somebody that's already been up, like just in my house, ready to chat.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> Daddy
0: needs a couple bong rips and some coffee, honey. <laughs> uh,
1: the other thing I would say that I'm like, I'm a super extrovert. And like, as I just talk about the introvert times I need, but also I have gotten in trouble. Like if it's a, if it's a wedding or like, uh, you know, like a big backyard party or something like ju- I'm like a am like a little dog and I get electrified talking to other people. like You got to come over and grab me a couple times and just be like, hey, you know what I mean? Like I've been to weddings where it's like want to dance. I wanted to dance 20 minutes ago, but you weren't here and I was like, well, I, I, I chat to people like we can dance now or you could have just asked me. <laughs> so those are two things that have come up uh, often in the, uh, you know, serious relationships I've had. Yeah, yeah, I got you. <laughs> nice. Seriously, right? It's like I don't know, man. These are awesome people,
0: dude. I didn't yeah. realize, I guess, when I was, yeah, you know, when I was throwing that question out. Like, uh, that's like one of those kind of silly questions
1: that can go deep. <laughs> Would you <laughs> or wouldn't you date yourself? I'm gonna start using that. Yeah, like Ooh. I had one girl that like we dated serious, and then we still hung out. So we probably kind of off and on dated for like two and a half years. But like, I remember one morning we had gone to her cousin's and her cousin was having a party. Right. So we go over there and it's like, can't remember if it was a Saturday or Friday, but like your boy got loose. Right. So like the wow. next morning, right. Like I wake up like she's on the couch. Cause like, I clearly was sawing logs in the bed and we're at her house. So I'm just like, Hey, she's like, Oh, what's up? I'm like, all right. Like, you know, got a lot of drunk there. She's like, got a lot of drunk. Uh-huh. Got a little drunk, huh? Do you remember doing shots out of my cousin's cleavage? <laughs> oh, my God. God. Damn it. I was like, oh, I was <laughs> are you like, sure that was me? I was like, right. I was like, ah, like one. She's like, no, here's the video of your like, third one. I'm like, Jesus Christ.
0: Oh, my Sorry. God. <laughs> I was like, out of well, my dude. cousin's cleavage, Jesus, Ted." <laughs> <laughs>
1: <Dude>. <laughs> she's like, "I mean, I wasn't gonna say stop because she kept putting the shot glass in there." And she's like, "You were already hammered, so I wasn't gonna try to like get it." She's like, "Yeah, that didn't make me feel awesome. Like, yep, sorry, sorry." <laughs>
0: <laughs> did that relationship work out, Ted?
1: Uh, it did not. But I <laughs> broke it off, <laughs> ironically. <laughs> nice. <laughs>
0: Nice, dude. That wow. was
1: deal breaker. <laughs> no, it you know, wasn't a deal breaker. We dated for a while, but just like, and she was super cool. But that morning, she was she was a little pissed, and I'll just never forget that. Oh, little drunk. You remember doing shots out of my cousin's cleavage?
0: Just God, like, I don't oh. even know who this woman is, Ted, but she sounds like a saint. I can't believe you dumped her. <laughs> Jesus. Jesus Christ, Ugh. Ted. You are just feral sometimes. <laughs> so I love that about you.
1: Well, I will say the other half of that story is she goes, I'll give you credit. We stopped at 7-Eleven. You loaded up a giant chili cheese dog. She goes, you're just holding it. She goes, it never spilt in the car. So i give you credit for that. was <laughs> like, so She was like, I was convinced you were going to drop that thing. Oh, buddy. So yeah, it was an up and down. That was one of those where I was like, speaking of cooking, I was like, you know what? But do you want me to cook some breakfast? She's was like, yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> I can't cook, but I won't drink out of your
0: cousin's cleavage. That I can promise you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Have you met your girl? Have you met all her cousins? <laughs> <laughs> Good point. Oh, <Damn>. uh, <laughs> boy. <All right. laughs> <laughs> Just, you know what? Go, dogs. Uh, for CTV, for Gahab. I'll meet Ted Smith. This is the podcast. Cheers.